you would not believe, maybe you would, how many truly successful people produce incredible results, take powerful action from thinking that takes them so much work to get to the point where they can take an action. Sometimes it's overthinking, sometimes it's self-doubt, sometimes it's simply the, the sheer volume of possibilities for how things can fail that get them into action. They're doing all this work with their thinking. So the more they want to create, the more work they got to do. And every day they got to wake up and do it again. Well, what if you could go to the thing that's making the cookies and actually produce a peanut butter cookie and then take an action? Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 lead gen strategies checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? Digital agency owners, welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we are hanging out with a very longtime friend, advisor, mentor, somebody who's been a huge force in my life, uh, a multiplier of sorts, has helped me create and accelerate multiple seven-figure businesses, has been... um, just a huge inspiration to a lot of things that I've done. And he's also had a huge impact on many, many amazing entrepreneurs that I've worked with as well. Uh, And so I'd like to introduce our audience, I think for the first time, maybe this is your second episode, whatever. Townsend Wardlaw, welcome to the program, man. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the uh, the very gracious and beautiful introduction. I don't think I've been on this before. It's exciting. I I did have my name up on a slide at one of your conferences. That was like made my year. <laughs> and I think I, yeah, you, you came to, I was like, you need to come to an event. And yeah. I think I, I, um, you know, was talking about a, a conversation that we were having and, you know, I look back at like so much that has, uh, transpired in, in my life over the last, you know, 15 years. And, yeah. you know, there's just, there's a handful of people that like played like a truly like, impactful role in that, like where I can be like, yes, that conversation, like there's these like conversations I've had with people that like formed an opinion or a belief that actually had like uh, a pretty big material impact. And I think with you, me and Steve and the conference for many years, like there's so (laughs) many times where I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was like a, like we just went, we went a different direction after that conversation with Townsend. So, Uh. um, dude, you've been, you've been huge, huge for, for my life. And I'm hopefully this episode will, Turn some folks on to what um, what you've been up to. So maybe in like one sentence, because I feel like what you're doing right now is so big. It, like you know, tell us kind of like what what your current mission is. Well, I'll, I'll come at that with a couple of different vectors, and I'll keep it simple, right? My my purpose in life is very clear, right? I, I just turned 54 uh, last year, end of last year. I'm a, I'm a New Year's Eve baby. For a couple of years, what I've seen very clearly is the purpose. My purpose on this planet is to show as many people before I die, their power, their capacity is infinite creators. It's, it's the game I play. We are, as I see it, as I create it, truly infinite creators. There are no limits. 
except where we create them, except where we say, well, that's the end of it. And it's, it's a pretty fun charter or mission, if you will, because I can serve anyone anywhere. I just sit across from them, spend a few minutes interacting with them, and I get very clear on where they think they, they, they're limited, where, where, where their power ends, where their infinite power ends, and we just work there. I've yet to meet somebody who has reached the edge of infinity, right? So, so that makes it convenient. And there's, you know, there's what I do to make money and there's what I do that I market, if you will, and who I serve from a kind of economic standpoint. But it's been a number of years now that I, I just take it as a, a matter of fact that if I'm sitting across from someone, I'm supposed to help them somehow. I don't know how. I don't, I'm not concerned with how. And I'm certainly not thinking about, are they going to be a client or not? It's what can I do to help this person see how much more of themselves they have access to? So that's, that's what I'm up to. And and there's you know a thousand different variants of that. Kind of kind of depends on the day. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24/7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. And I think there's, I mean, some people are going to listen to that and they're going to be like, I'm not sure what Townsend does yet. (laughs) Well, they would be in the same boat as me. Yeah. Well, I listen to that and I'm like, and and I just, I do have this idea of like creation. I know is, is something that like we create ourselves in different situations. We can create, you know, like when we, not just like, oh, hey, I created a website or something, but like, like, like the, the business that we've created, like, the day that we have in front of us. And, and it kind of, it sounds a little like woo-woo at first, you know, but like just this like, idea of, of we are kind of the result of our own creations is just like this, like, I don't know, it's, it's a very powerful concept. And I want our audience to yeah. at least get like a taste today. Well, I think we can make it simple, right? Like it's all made up. Everything is made up. Who, we start with our name, right? We, we repeat this thing called our name and that's who we are. Right, we are the sum of the stories we tell about what have happened and what's gonna happen. It really is kind of that simple. So, so the question is, what what game are you playing? What are you making up in any in any context? And then, to what degree is that a game that energizes you? Like, what 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 has to be the way it is? Again, I, I want to be. I can get real woo woo, right? Or what sounds like woo woo, but at the end of the day, I'm also pretty sort of brass tacks. Let's take something simple. One of the things I like to do with people is play a game called What's Your Perfect Day? Right? Somebody's sitting there, I don't know what I want to do, my purpose in life. Let's make it simple. What do you what would you like your day to be like? Like there can't be anything more tangible than your freaking calendar. Right? When do you wake up? When do you have breakfast? Like if you had to choose a day, if you could create a day that you would live for the rest of your life, like you're stuck with this day. How would you prescribe it? How would you block it out? I've played this game for the last 20 years with myself and I've played it with hundreds of people, founders, entrepreneurs, all sorts of folks. It's just an exercise. 
right? There's, there's, there's a perception that our schedule and our life is a function of everything that got put there. Well, that's just the way it is. And a lot of people look at it that way. And then there's the perception of, well, I could create it however I want it, right? We all have this knowing that there are things in our life that we feel like, oh, I did that. That's mine. I created it. I have the power. I have agency. And then there's stuff like, well, it's not up to me. Everybody has that, both flavors. So it's a simple game. What's the next thing in your view, right, that you see that you go, oh, no, that's not up to me. And we play with, well, what if it was up to you, right? We're not trying to solve for everything. It's just the next little thing. And again, this game gets played, right? There, there are people who go through life and they believe even their emotional response to something is not in their control, right? A driver cuts them off. They're pissed off all day. They fight with their wife. They're, they're angry for a week. That's not in my control. Okay, that's, that's, that's where we would start there, right? Well, what if it was? What if it wasn't the driver that cut you off that pissed you off? What if you produced that, created it, and we're keeping it going? Would that be powerful to be able to disappear that? And it's not even disappearing. It's simply stop making it, right? So what do I see as that's up to me? Everybody's got something in that list. And what do I see as that ain't up to me? And I'll just go to the that ain't up to me box and start looking at it again. Well, how could it be up to me? And then again, the, the calendar, the the the... So what's your perfect day is just an example of that. Most people think their day is something they're sort of stuck with. Well, I've done this, like I said, hundreds of times with folks where we create a perfect day of their design and then they start moving towards it. Now, do they all get to their perfect day? Probably not. I don't keep track. But if you got like 50% to your perfect day, would that be better? Yeah, right? And that's where people usually get all you know, and a wrapped around the axle. They want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like, well, what if I don't get it all? Well, who cares? You're, you'll have more <laughs> of what you want, which will be better. Let's see how far you get. And, and I think that, like, that's that looking at the box of what what is not up to me. If if I'm catching, it's like almost looking at what are some of those limiting beliefs that are, you know, we're saying, oh, well, that's not up to me, right? Oh, I can't, my clients determine when they want to meet with me or, or something like that. And and I think it, it would be helpful, uh, maybe, maybe to provide some context. Maybe you want to talk about this. Maybe you don't want to talk about this. We'll see. <laughs> but one of the, just for our audience, like one of the ways that I, when I first got in, the, in when I first started working with Townsend was in the capacity of, of Townsend helping us to architect sales and demand gen stuff. And, you know, you worked with sales professionals for years, Helping yep. them to yep. close more and helping them to sell more. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, you got to the point where you're like, I want, like, I'm not helping people maybe enough in the right way. And you had to start looking at like some of the deeper things that were keeping them from reaching their potential. Uh, my assumption, at least part of that journey was the catalyst for like peeling back the, these layers a little bit more. Like, Ab- you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So for a lot of years, I, I identified as a consultant. It sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you pronouns or something. But I identified <laughs> as a consultant, meaning I came in and I had expertise, deep expertise in how do you grow a business? How do you build a sales process? How do, you, how do you generate revenue? And I was obsessed with this idea of the exactly how. How do I help people really get process and tools and techniques and scripts? And like, you know, you buy a box of the, you know, cake mix and the directions are really clear. Like how, how can I make it that clear? And still time and time again, either people would not 
be able to follow the directions, for lack of a better analogy, or they would stop following the directions once I was not there to babysit them. Mm. And it boggled my mind. And it, it frustrated me a lot. I had a lot of successes. I worked with you know several hundred founders, took a number of them to exit, but a lot of them, you know, we had good results, but not not like transformational. Why is this? Why is it? And about three, four years ago, primarily through my own coaching journey, working with some incredible coaches and, and, and all sorts of interesting people, I started to look at this idea, well, you can only do so much with the doing, prescribing doing for people, right? Because everything we do, every action we take in pursuit of the results or the outcomes we desire must be generated from our thinking. So if all you needed to do was to instruct people in the doing, well, you could send people to Barnes and Noble or wherever people buy books these days and get them some sort of book and they just follow the directions, but they don't. They don't get the results they want or they don't follow them and they don't get the results. So, well, why is it? Well, it's their thinking. That's where you get into the world of mindset, right? And there's a lot of stuff out there now on, on this idea of the right mindset, the, the owner's mindset, positive thinking, et cetera, et cetera. But fundamentally, what I was always, I don't know, fascinated by was how much thinking and how many thoughts we actually have compared to the amount of action we take and the kinds of thinking that produces action, right? Not all thoughts are equal. And, and, and we could talk about this from a volume standpoint or from a qualitative standpoint. Used to be they said there were six to 10,000 thoughts that came through the human mind in a given day. Now they say it's more like 50,000. And most people, when they're taking actions and you, and you kind of try to stop them and, and, and work them backwards to the thinking that was producing the actions, they're not even aware to it. There's so much going on. And as you, well, what I did was, you know, I work with these fairly successful people who are producing the results they want, but producing them with thinking that, for lack of a better way of saying it, creates more and more exhaustion, fatigue, anxiety, doubt, fear, right? Entrepreneurs are this fascinating breed of individuals who, who have the, 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 the tolerance for uncertainty to launch a new venture and have enough terror of the future to prepare for every eventuality. And then somehow they actually create a business out of that. The problem is as the business scales, you need more of that thinking, that kind of thinking that scare the shit out of myself thinking <laughs> to grow it. Which, not surprisingly, they, they follow a fairly predictable journey where they get to a certain point and their growth starts to level out, peter out. They get more and more exhausted even as they're pursuing success. And it's because not of the actions they're taking, but the thinking that's producing those actions. So to kind of try to make this as simple as possible, I started going upstream and asking a very different question. Why do I think the thoughts I think in a given situation? versus somebody else. Literally at the level of thought, what thoughts are produced that ultimately generate action? I call that being, right? It's a, it's a, it's a made-up term and it's not an original term, but I have this idea that the results we desire come from the actions we take. The actions we take are always produced from thoughts in our head and we do a lot of thinking and sometimes we take a thought and have another thought and another thought and try to make that thought better and try to ignore that thought so we can take the action. What's producing the thinking? I call that being. And what I've been able to kind of crack the code on, for lack of a better term, in the past couple of years is 
how do you work at that level? How do you work at the level of the thing which produces our thinking? And I have an analogy if it'll be useful, but I'll, I'll pause and see if you've got any questions. Hey, agency owners. Are you looking for a strategic and reliable white-label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white-label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white-label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white-label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white-label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash U-G-U-R-U-S. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. This is this is the the the, the gooey middle that I wanted us to get to uh, in in this uh, Tootsie Roll pop. Perfect. So I think we're I think Be- we're getting to the core. Gooey. <laughs> speaking of gooey, one of the ways that I share this whole idea with folks is I use I use an analogy. I use a metaphor. I say like our brain is like this machine that makes cookies, right? It's a cookie making machine. All it does is produce these cookies all day long. Now. Me, I like peanut butter cookies. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an aficionado of peanut butter cookies. I can tell you what the best peanut butter cookies are all over the world. I, I really have a problem here. So you see, what I want is my mind to produce peanut butter cookies because those are the ones I like. I like to work with them. I like to eat them. However, somewhere along the way, this, this, this machine I got started making chocolate chip cookies. Right. So what I want is a peanut butter cookie and the machine is making chocolate chip cookies. But being the, uh, you know, the go-getter that I am, the highly functional, adaptable you know, entrepreneur, no problem. See, what we're going to do is we're going to take the peanut butter cookie and we're going to pluck out the chips and then we're going to smear some peanut butter on it. Sorry, we're going to take the chocolate chip cookie, pluck out the chips and put some peanut butter on it. And presto changeo, we have a peanut butter cookie. That's how I look at the thinking that goes on in our head. We have all these thoughts in our head. And oftentimes we start with a very, well, let's just call it de-energizing thought, right? I'm not sure I have what it takes. I'm not good enough. It's all going to come crashing down. And then we modify and work with that thought so we can actually take some action that will prevent that what happening. And on the outside, what it looks like is, hmm, peanut butter cookie, but it's not. And it takes an awful lot of work to get there. And every day you got to wake up and do more of it. At no point do we have this idea, well, wait a minute, maybe I should go talk to the machine and see about why it's not producing the kind of cookies I like, right? So you would not believe, maybe you would, how many truly successful people produce incredible results, take powerful action from thinking that takes them so much work to get to the point where they can take an action. Sometimes it's overthinking. Sometimes it's self-doubt. Sometimes it's simply the, the sheer volume of possibility for how things can fail that get them into action. They're doing all this work with their thinking. So the more they want to create, the more work they got to do. And every day they got to wake up and do it again. Well, what if you could go to the thing that's making the cookies and actually produce a peanut butter cookie and then take an action, right? Who am I being that produces the thoughts in my head that produce the actions as results. And if I'm not liking the results, I can force different kinds of actions and I'm always fighting my thinking. I can work with my thinking, which ultimately 
exhausts you. Or I could go and say, well, who would I need to be? How would my being need to shift such that I would literally produce different thinking about reality? And I could give you hundreds of examples. I'll give you one really simple one. A client I was working with came to me one day and he said, I got a problem. I said, cool, let's work through it. He starts describing the thing. And he's uh, like a regional director in a large multi-billion dollar company. And he had all the success last year, turning around the region. And he's telling me about this. And he's telling me like, now they want me to do it again. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you. I don't see a problem here, but he's, he's still talking. So I'll keep listening. He goes on to talk about and describe this whole problem thing. Now, from how the world occurs for him, from this idea of being, from his cookie machine, he sees a problem. What's fascinating is I'm sitting over here and what I see is not a problem, but another million dollars of cash and equity for him. Now, I could say, you're looking at it wrong and try to argue with what he sees as reality, argue with his thinking. The problem is he's producing 50,000 of these thoughts a day. That's a lot of work for me and I might not get there. Instead, because we've been working together, what, what we did was we said, well, okay, that's real from that point of view. Let's do this thing called work on the machine, the cookie machine. Let's do this thing I call shifting being. And then we'll see what you see. And as we did it, as his being started to shift, I'm like watching the guy and literally he says, oh my God, that's, that's like a million dollars in cash and equity. I said, yeah, exactly. So we could try to work with the reality as we see it and argue about it, which is how most people certainly on social media do things. Or we could go to the source of that reality itself, how we are creating, not just the actions we take, but what if we're creating the thoughts in our head? What if we got to that level? That that would be really fascinating. That's pretty gooey middle. Thousand. Huh? <laughs> we are at the gooey middle of it, my friend. I love it. I'm going to leave people with that because I know they're probably thinking <laughs> to themselves, oh my gosh, where did we just go for the last few minutes? And I, I wanted to create that that moment for people just to kind of like look at that from a different perspective and see how they can start thinking about that being that's showing up. It's been a phenomenal journey for myself. Um, I am nowhere near uh, the pinnacle of, of perfection around this, but I, I feel like I have done some work with you in this vein and I can say that it's, um, it's definitely work well spent. Dude, how can people find out more about you? Is there anything that they can check out that kind of, Helps them to start down this rabbit hole. Yeah, I mean, I I I post videos regularly, right? I love talking about this stuff. I love sharing it on LinkedIn. I tend to do more stuff that's oriented towards the business owner, right? I spend a lot of time with founder-led companies that are at the two million dollar or so range, trying to get to ten. There's a really unique unique journey there. So lots of videos there. I've got an email list which you can find on my website. My website is funny because it's two pages: townsandworldlaw.com. And if you go there, you can subscribe to my mailing list, email list, whatever you call it, whatever you kids are calling it these days. <laughs> and you know, I send out stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't do a lot of self-promotion. I, I, I wake up, whatever pops in my head, I get on to shoot a video. I post it on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, people reach out to me when they need something. My, my, my marketing plan is very simple. People, people that need me end up finding me. It works pretty well. Well, we will make sure that those folks that are on today's episode can find that info. <laughs> if you check out yougurus.com forward slash podcast, if you're listening this week, you'll see Townsend's picture at the top. Click on Townsend 
and we'll have um, his website, his socials. So if you want to um, watch some of his videos, which I love, and I'm not on very, not very many emails get into my inbox, man. Most of them are, are filed away <laughs> into, we'll most likely never look at this later again ever, um, but your emails still make it into my primary inbox. You're, you're one of like two people, I think, that I still have <laughs> dropped into yeah. my inbox. So I love your content, man. It's, it's always amazing. You've been huge for myself and so many others. And just want to thank you for stopping by the program today. Thank you, my brother. Great to see you. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your agency and achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want this free gift all about how to scale to six and seven figures and beyond in your agency, just text the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. That's the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver.